Thank you for stopping by my podcast, and please consider subscribing to Bigfoot and Beyond. I'm your host, Brock Martin. These next two encounters come to us from the great state of Washington. Thank you for listening to Bigfoot and Beyond, and here's your two Bigfoot stories. I hope you enjoy them both. Me and two other friends were up exploring this logging road near North Bend, Washington. We'd heard about some weird things and some encounters up there, so we decided we were going to go up there and see what was out there. I can't say I was expecting anything to happen, but I was open to the idea of it. As we were driving up, we pulled off and we were walking around on this game trail. I located an interesting footprint. I was able to make out some toes on the print, but unable to determine any other features since the print looked a few weeks old. I still got a picture, which I still have to this day. So we continued on. We found a road that was washed out, so we went in on foot about two miles. We first went in about a half a mile when all of a sudden a rock was thrown over our heads and landed right in front of us. We thought it was a little strange and a little creepy. We had guns, which in a way gave us some comfort. We had some sort of protection, so we decided just to keep moving. As we walked down this road, we kept hearing movement along the way. We had the feeling we were being watched. Eventually, it starts to get dark, so we started back toward the truck. As soon as we turned around, another rock was thrown from behind us, landing in front of us again. We were worried at this point. My friend grabs the gun, shoots three warning shots up into the air. We started speed walking back down toward the truck. We continued to hear movement in the trees. We got back to the truck and we got out of there. When we almost got back to the pavement, we pulled off just to relax. It was getting dark at this time and we were all in the truck. After a few minutes, we started hearing movement again in the bushes. We were aware, but we decided not to overreact like we did before. So after a few minutes, something hits the truck. We flip our light bar on and we get out to see what it was. There was nothing around the truck that could have hit it except for a nearby stick. My friend grabs a stick, throws it into the woods, and we all get back into the truck. It was about five minutes later in the same location when something hits the truck again. Just like before, we turn on the light bar, we get out. We look all around for this object that hits the truck. It turns out to be the exact same stick. This is when things got weird because he throws the stick back into the woods. We get back inside the truck. Then it happens again. The same stick flies out of the nearby bushes, hits the hood of the truck. That's when we knew we had to leave. This had all of us very upset and honestly frightened for our lives. At first, I was open to the idea of Bigfoot. But after this night, I was convinced. I've since gone back up there. I've had other experiences, but not quite like the previous. Okay, last night I went home from Walmart in Spanaway, Washington, and I turned left on the 8th Avenue East, which goes from Spanaway Highway 7, which is also Pacific Avenue. The street turns into a two-lane country road that makes one of the borders of Joint Base Lewis-McChord. It's a long, dark country road, two-laner, that bisects a huge prairie with lots of old-growth woodlands bordering it. I drove home the back way again tonight, hoping to pinpoint the exact location for you, but there's no mile markers nearby where I had seen what I had saw. 
So the best I can do is approximately four to five miles out of town. The road is largely flat and straight, but there's a few rises as you drive. First off, it was very dark and oddly devoid of cars, as there's usually someone flashing their lights at me. My car has a headlight out and I've been driving with my high beams on until payday to get it fixed. I think if I had not had my brights on, I'd have never seen the creature. At any rate, suddenly I see this Patterson film in real life, about 400 feet down the road ahead of me. The creature I saw fit the same color scheme as Harry and the Hendersons, but in behavior, it was nearly identical to the Patterson film. It walked across the road in three to four strides. Then, it stopped mid-stride, looked back at me exactly like the Patterson film. But this thing looked huge, even from the distance I saw it from. You know, when you see something that doesn't fit into the ordinary part of what you perceive as your reality, your brain tries to pigeonhole the data into one file after another, several clicks, and then suddenly you come up with, does not compute. At first, I thought it was a smudge on my windshield, but it was moving right along, just like the Patterson film. So I went to work. I decided to tell somebody. One of the guys I work with says his girlfriend had seen the creature within one mile from my house about a month ago. And then a week ago, he said his father came home at midnight telling him he'd seen one in the exact same area with the headlight of his Harley. He said the creature was crossing the road by a small bridge. It's weird how this affects you. I, I could really see how someone could keep this to themselves for their entire lives. However, when I shared the story, I got, oh yeah, this happened to me, and oh yeah, my cousin had that happen, my brother, my dad, you know, even a couple of personal stories from people who grew up around here. I was always willing to give it an open mind, but the lack of physical evidence sort of left me wondering, if I had to be honest. Now I know we share our woods with one big dude, and you better be paying attention when you're cooking up bacon at 8 p.m. in the woods around here, because... I don't think he got that big eating dandelion greens. My impression? One huge Chewbacca slash Harry and the Hendersons kind of guy. At least two and a half to three feet thick through the chest from back to front, and nine to twelve feet tall. Like I said, I was quite a ways up the road, but I had time to see it, evaluate it, look again and again, as it looked right at me as I was coming down the road. So it was a pretty firm sighting, even if I'm still questioning myself the next day. Like I said, your brain tries to rationalize anything that does not compute. And I wasn't under the influence of anything. I'm just still puzzled and marveling over it all. My urge to get in a last-minute camping trip has evaporated like a puff of smoke. That's my experience. And I sure never expected to be posting this.